From Boston University and BU Alumni Relations, welcome to Proud to Be You Around the World. I'm your host, Jeff Murphy, and this season we're taking the podcast on the road to meet some of our most interesting and accomplished alumni navigating life and careers in cities across the globe. My guest today is Ajay Mehta, Manager of Technology Strategy and Continuous Improvement at Southwest Airlines. Ajay earned his MBA from the Questrom School of Business in 2011, and he's worked extensively as a strategy consultant with global teams and has a proven track record as an innovator and creative problem solver. Ajay joined us on the podcast from Dallas, one of the top 20 BU alumni cities with almost 2,000 terriers living in the area. Ajay, thank you so much for being on the Proud to Be You podcast. Um, you work for Southwest Airlines. Tell us a little bit about what your role is. So I'm a manager of technology, strategy, and continuous improvement at Southwest Airlines. And what we do is we help the technology department figure out essentially where they want to go in the next five years and what type of business demand will we be seeing and how we can outline that in essentially our five-year plan. And when you were growing up as a kid, is that what you dreamt of doing? Or perhaps did you sort of not see yourself ending up in a role like that? I have honestly, I can't say that I knew where I'd end up. As a kid, if you told me I'd be in Dallas, Texas, working for Southwest Airlines, I'd probably say you're crazy. I think I always had a knack for transportation and technology. So it's a little bit of uh, hitting on two things I enjoyed. But I don't think anyone is where they thought they'd end up as a kid <laughs> now. Well, that's why I asked the question, because it's always an interesting story. You're in Dallas now. We've got somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,000 BU alumni that live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, where, where did you grow up, though? Are you originally from Texas? No, I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. And so you came to BU for your uh, MBA. I'm curious mm-hmm. to know, I, I think you went to, was it the University of Iowa for undergrad? Yeah. What did you study there? Yeah, so I attended the University of Iowa and graduated in electrical engineering. So electrical engineering, originally from Mississippi, college in Iowa. How Mm -hmm. on earth did you end up at BU? I think there were probably seven or eight stops in between getting to Boston. I think I was on both coasts. In the south, I ended up hiring with Union Pacific Railroad right at undergrad. And with a company in transportation, you kind of have to be expected to move. So I jumped um, immediately out to Utah, Portland, Portland. California, Wyoming, and eventually went all the way across the country to Boston. So um, tell us a little bit about your BU experience. Once you got here, you'd been all over the country, it sounds like. Um, How how was your BU experience when you got here? What did you think when you started the program? You know, I think one of the reasons I settled on BU was simply just the size of the class. I felt like other schools, while, you know, a name matters a lot um, for an MBA, and other schools with different names, I felt like they were, they kind of had this factory feel to it, where at BU, I felt like I'd get the attention I needed. The class was small. It was a very diverse and international class. And it, I think it helped me kind of get a better, well-rounded idea of what was happening in the world, not just what was happening kind of in business. That's awesome to hear. When, and when you think back, were there group projects that you had that uh, had a particular, you know, impact on your experience here or, or classes or even professors that you remember that, that really impacted the, the direction that you, you found yourself on? Yeah, I think for me, it was I was in a career where I enjoyed what I was doing prior to my MBA, but I felt like it was it was starting to be where I'd be pigeonholed, right? I was in an industry in a career where I felt like if I didn't necessarily diversify my knowledge, I could be in there for the next 30 years. And then I wouldn't have maybe the resume or the skill set to translate what I'd learned from that industry to another industry. So at BU, I think what, you know, I think at the time we did what was called an integrated project. For me, that enabled me to see what was happening across, you know, what it takes to 
deliver a final product to a customer, right? Like it allowed me to understand all the marketing and the dollars and the money that go into it, all the finances, which I needed to learn that needs to go into it, all the operations. And it, it really gave me that ability to say, well, one day I hope that I can run my own business. I'll have a good idea of all the different aspects that are involved instead of just what the final product may be. And I think I saw, were you also the president of the MBA council when you were here? So basically the president of the MBA student government from where? Yeah, I was. What, what kind of impact did that have on your experience? And why did you feel like you needed to step up and lead that organization while you were in the, in the program here? I think I just enjoyed being able to, to help people, really. I think a lot of what being part of the MBA council or the MBA uh, student leadership was just understanding where everyone was trying to go. A lot of the things we did were to bring people together, right? An MBA is just as much social as it's professional. And a lot of the activities we do help people build relationships that will last a lifetime. And that is, in many ways, the, the true value of an MBA is having those connections and having those personal bonds with people that, you know, 20 years down the road, you can um, learn some, something or pick up the phone and find out how someone else tackled a problem. And I think being able to direct that and control that and help foster that was a really um, attractive goal. Well, I'm glad to hear, of course, that you had a, a, a great experience while you were, what, you were here at BU. When you were finishing your last few days as an MBA student, what, what was guiding you in terms of helping you make your decisions about what to, what to do afterwards? It looks like you had ended up back in transportation. I did. So that was a little, um, I think at the time I knew I wanted to do consulting, which is where I went after a couple years. But um, at the time, my wife was in Boston and we were trying to debate where we wanted to live across the country. And I got an opportunity in D.C. that could really utilize my pre-MBA background and allow me to do, I think, relationship building across the industry. And it was just a good fit and kind of plugged a hole at the time. I can't say it's where I wanted to go overall. As soon as my wife finished up her program, we both, you know, kind of reevaluated and I got more onto the consulting track where I could diversify my skill set and really utilize my MBA even more. So were you doing consulting work in that first job right after your MBA, or did that come a little bit later? That came a little later. I think in that first job after my MBA, it was a little of internal consulting, Yeah. but the consulting I was doing was more um, based on my background, right? I was providing a lot of industry and field experience that they lacked, and then I was able to take that and translate it kind of into business terms, kind of utilizing some of the frameworks that you, lear- that you learn in your MBA, but it wasn't true consulting. My colleagues and I... When we do interact with students here on campus about their careers, one of the things Mm -hmm. that uh, over the years, more and more and more, our undergrads are coming to BU saying, I want to be a consultant, I want to be a consultant. I'm wondering for you what you thought that role, that job, that life of a consultant was going to be like, and then what you learned how maybe it was different from what your expectations were going to be. I think it's a catch because consulting is such a a broad term, and I think it's one that's somewhat attractive. I think Consulting and strategy are two words that everyone just wants to do. Consulting is great because for me, I wanted to diversify what I knew across multiple industries. I wanted to see what was happening kind of in the business world. I wanted to solve problems that were different. It's a, it's a great way to get a lot of experience very quickly. Many of the downsides of consulting are that you're on the road a lot. The work-life balance doesn't necessarily exist. You're looking for ways to kind of try and have a normal life, but also pick up as much knowledge as you can. You have to be very pointed in if that's what you want to do and why you want to do it and what your end goal is, as opposed to just approaching it with, I think consulting is fun. That's where I want my career to go. 
Hey BU, jumping in with a quick message about the importance of keeping us up to date on where you are and what you're up to. The Alumni Association hosts hundreds of events each year, and your zip code is often the key to receiving invitations to the events happening in your area. And for the dozens of networking events hosted worldwide, keeping your employer and job title up to date will help us to facilitate strong, relevant, professional connections. Update your information today at bu.edu slash alumni slash update. So you're working as a consultant, you're traveling all the time. I think I saw also on your LinkedIn history, you, you might have lived and worked in South Africa for a while. Do I have that right? I, I did. Yeah, I did a project out there for about almost a year, which was great. I love Africa. I love South Africa. It's beautiful. It was just tough. I was gone for like months at a time and back home and trying to balance, you know, a home life and a work life to where that was where I really was like, all right, it's time to do more switch to the local model consulting. Between your MBA and your career, you work for a couple different companies. How do you end mm-hmm. up at Southwest? I think it was really when I switched to local local consulting. I was with a small boutique firm. We were doing uh, CIO advisory and tech strategy. And our main client was Southwest Airlines. And so it was kind of my foot in the door to really see what the other side was like, to see the corporate life, to understand what it means to really work for a culture that is something you read about, you know, in business cases. Mm. I think there's significant amount of articles and business cases on Southwest culture and how it drives innovation and a different way of thinking and also how it's a fun place to work. And that was kind of where I decided it's time to go to industry. Let me figure out a way to switch. You now are working as a manager of technology strategy and continuous improvement at Southwest Airlines. That sounds like a massive job. How do you break that down into smaller pieces to help us understand what your day-to-day is like? Well, I think it's, it's first you have to understand there's two very separate parallel paths, right? So technology strategy is at high level looking at where we want to go and how we want to structure the technology department at Southwest. And then continuous improvement is kind of in the weeds. It's like, let's take a look at the processes, the ways of working that exist within our IT department, and let's improve that using Six Sigma, DMAIC, the true continuous improvement process. Once you do that, it's, it's two separate work streams. Now, when you look at strategy, how we approach strategy is that it's we're really trying to benefit how the department's going to be structured, what we're trying to do, what our workforce will look like, how we'll ingest what the business wants, and how we'll turn that over into what technology will deliver on. So how do you, I'm curious to know how you kind of stay sharp, you know, with, with the constant innovation. What are you doing to, to continuously sort of improve your skills, to keep up on hot trends? I'd be very mm-hmm. curious just to know, you know, what are you reading? What, what are the kinds of things that are helping you become a better professional? You, you have to read and listen and understand. I think you have to talk to people as well. Some of the things I do are podcasts. So I have a 30-minute commute, and I try to just listen to anything honestly interesting, whether it's professional development or what's happening technology, whether it's how things work or someone how, how they developed a business. You can take that and apply it to your job. I think another resource for me is Gartner. I read a lot of Gartner. It has articles and industry experience. One of the benefits of being a consultant is as you jump from industry to industry and you solve problems, you start to realize that everyone has the same problem. They just think that they're they're very unique or they're very special, whether you're in transportation or you're in telco or you're in banking. Everyone's trying to solve the same problem, and it's how can you use the mistakes others have learned or the frameworks that they've developed and apply it to the problem you're trying to solve. You mentioned a big piece of your strategy is just talking to people. I'm curious to know kind of uh, what it's like 
to do your job in Dallas specifically? You know, we've got, as I mentioned, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,000 BU alumni that live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's one of our top 20 sort of alumni cities. Are you connected to BU folks, or is it just sort of a great city to be in if you're working in transportation? What, what should people know about living and working in Dallas? So I think Dallas um, is a city that my wife and I weren't necessarily aiming for, but we settled on because it has an extremely diverse economy and it's a huge city. I think one of the things you really need to realize about Dallas is most of the large companies on the West Coast and the East Coast are moving here and relocating here. So there's a huge ingestion of talent, whether it's your Amazons, your Ubers, or your Toyotas. Um, There's just a lot of reasons that business is doing very well in the larger Dallas Metroplex. And with that comes different opportunities to meet people, to even touch base with some BU alumni or other alumni, or to just build your professional network. Mm. If you kind of have that motivation to go out there and, and look for it, you can find it. So you feel like you're in the right place for the kind of work that you want to do and, and kind of see where you where you see your career going forward? I think so, yeah. I mean, if you, if you follow even uh, the hiring market in Dallas or where companies are moving to and the announcements that are being made almost weekly, it's definitely, um, in my opinion, one of the cities to be in in the U.S. Uh, I think uh, the Texas cities in general seem to be doing very well attracting big business. And if you want to kind of maintain a a diverse skill set, be able to jump from industry to industry, Dallas is probably one of the few Texas cities that allows you to do that. Where I think when you look at the other major cities, Houston and Austin, they're pretty focused on either oil and gas or technology or in Dallas, Fort Worth, you literally have everything. So you talked about just the importance of building a BU network. I didn't actually get a chance to share this with you yet, but the reason why I found you and wanted to talk to you for this podcast, because I had seen that you had signed up to be an advisor on the BU mm-hmm. Career Advisory Network. I don't know if you yeah. remember doing that, but um, do. you know it's so important. We've got 8,000 alumni around the globe who've, who've raised their hand and said that they want to help out. Why did you decide to do that? What, what, what was it about sort of enlisting in, in that community that did you find uh, to be important to you? I think um, if I can help someone learn more about their career or advance their career or even just build their network, there's value in that. I think everyone, as you get older and you develop in your professional career, you never know um, where good advice will come from. You never know where experience or a job opportunity may come from. And I think um, it's, it's really just paying it forward. If I can help someone maybe get a job or connect them to someone, it's just a good thing to do. Well, thanks for thanks for doing it. And I'm curious, you know, if, if somebody were to, to find you on the, the Career Advisory Network, mm-hmm. when you, it hasn't been a terribly long time since you finished your MBA, but when you look back on the experience you've had as a consultant in the transportation industry, and people ask you sort of what it takes to be, you know, now you're working in tech and strategy, and people ask mm-hmm. you, like, what are the, the hardcore skills that you have to have to be successful in doing that kind of work? What, what are the things that you would share? I think determination is really is really it. I think um, being able to look at a complex problem and break it down or to be able to operate in a very vague or gray area and being comfortable with that will enable you to just be successful. Um, I think being able to put your your stake in the ground and march towards something and succeed um, and then adjust and adapt course is, is really how you should approach any problem. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is just getting that first foot down. 
Well, Ajay, it was great talking to you today. Thank you so much for making time for us. No problem. Thank you. Thanks again to Ajay for joining me on the podcast. He had a lot to say about the important role of listening to and learning from others. And as you heard, he's one of our 8,000 alumni career advisors. So if you'd like to connect with him and hear more about his work in strategy and consulting, you can find him on the Career Advisory Network at bu.edu slash alumni slash camp. On behalf of everyone on the BU Alumni Relations team, thanks so much for listening to Proud to Be You. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast wherever you find your episodes. I'm Jeff Murphy, and no matter where your path takes you, be proud to be you. The Proud to Be You podcast is produced by Boston University Alumni Relations. Our theme is from Jump and APM Music. To learn more about Proud to Be You, visit bu.edu slash alumni slash podcast.